ones who are the ball lickers. What we got's gonna turn your brain into shit. Why Oh yes, we're back. Uh, Extreme, hello. It's been hello. How many years since we've talked? Um, I don't know. In this format, quite a few. In general, I have not talked to you since the last Lurpcast. It's just it's been a while. And you sent me these notes and says we're back, bitches. And I'm like, we're not going to swear in this <laughs> show, aren't we? I I I fucking prefer not. Uh, okay. I just yeah. I mean, bitches is also a little, little degrading. You know what I mean? Uh, not, to, not to women, but to blood bowl coaches who do bitchy ass things. Oh, I mean, I was going to say I wasn't directing it at women. Right, I was exactly. It at everybody agreed. This is the Slurpcast. Back to the roots. The TV portion's gone. Viron's gone, thankfully. Valdrick's gone. We're just going back. You know, we're going back to blood bowl. And I got to tell you something extreme. You know, I didn't want to break this news to you off air. I wanted to do it here on the show on our first episode back. There is no more main guy and other guy. What? It's done. It's you are, you are tuned into the Slurpcast. You are going to a lot of Blood Bowl tournaments. You are a main guy in your own rights. People know you, not just the guy with the cancer coin either, thankfully. They know you for other things, you know? I uh, hope so. I'm the forgotten one. So the way I look at it, this this show is 50-50, full-on partnership. I'm thinking instead of main guy and other guy, we'll just like merge them. Like may mather guy. Mother you're, guy? You're going to be mother guy. And I'll be um uh, other main Oth, Othan guy. I don't know. You had this successful G.I. Joe channel. You did that on your own. You're doing all these things. And I'm just like, hey, can I, can I get some of that extreme rub? You know, I need a little help getting myself elevated these days. That's what she said. <laughs> so how do you feel about that extreme? Um, I'm willing to accept that responsibility, I guess. Um, I appreciate you handing off some of the main and uh, letting me have some of that role. Yep. You, are, you get all the role you want. Know your role and shut your mouth. Except don't shut your mouth. That's the difference on this one. Glad to be back. If you are not familiar with our work, you know, people say, going strong since we haven't been going strong. I'm saying Slurpcast, going weak since 2009. <laughs> it's, that, that seems accurate, it's, yes. We're not going strong. We did a show for a while about tournaments. And then we had some guests on and we kind of like, you know, blew our load early on with all these these jokes, these bits, if you will. Then a lot of expectation. Then we're like, oh, it's a bit much. And then we started playing other games, doing this and that. And it's, you know, at a certain point, you got to go with what made you famous. What what puts you where you need to be? And that's just kind of what happens. So we finally came around. It's now our, uh, like, 15th year, if you start from the beginning of doing this. So and, is this like our reunion tour? Yeah. It's a reunion tour, not a farewell tour, but a reunion tour. You know, okay. a couple guys in the band finally made up. We're going to suck the money out of this reunion tour, and then we're going to have like five farewell tours after that. Five farewell tours, and then we're going to do one with the face paint on and with the face paint off. Because <laughs> that way, if you saw it, like, oh, I saw them with the face paint. You didn't see them with it off, though. Oh, I got to see that one. Yeah. Got a lot more hits without the face paint, too. You know, Kiss did lick it up without the face paint. It should have been with face paint on. It feels like a face paint kind of song, so that's going to be us. I'm Johnny P. That's Extreme. 
Those are our aliases, but also real names. Extreme legally had his name changed to Extreme. Some people close to him call him Brian, but you are Extreme. And, you know, lest anyone think he's not an Extreme fellow, he is quite Extreme. You know, you, you get a couple of a couple of bottles of Slurp piss in him, he is Extreme like a Slurp piss still around? Um. You know, I, I think maybe we we buried one as like a time capsule for future generations to to see what it was all about. I remember when uh, Jeffro made it and he gave it to us at his Lurpee Bowl, and he said something to the effect of, "You better pour it in a glass." I'm like, "Oh wow, it'll probably taste better." He's like, "No, you might get hurt." I'm like, "I might get hurt." It's like no hard. promises on the tasting better. No, no, it tasted like piss and with, with a side of ass as well, but. It was like a heart attack, I'm thinking, if you drink out of it. I don't know. He kind of scared me a little bit. But we wanted to start the show up again. Um, Extreme, you want to talk about, like, the format, what to expect? Kind of, you know, you have focusing on the Blood Bowl scene and what we do, right? Sure. I mean, uh, Zorkcast has gone through so many different formats over the years. You know, we had, um, I, I would say our most success was as our kind of variety show era. Um, but what we're looking at now is becoming the... A Blood Bowl podcast, but not uh, covering any tactics. We're not going to attempt to make anybody better because we're not that great. So why would you listen to us to begin with? Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to be the Blood Bowl podcast. And the idea is that it's kind of um, what happens after the games. You're hanging out at night after the games are over and you're talking about uh, all the glorious things that happened on the pitch. Um, all the crazy things that happened or you're you know drowning yourself in beer. And uh, we also want to celebrate the victories of our friends at tournaments. Um, so we're not going to be doing a monthly podcast or any like hard um, format even. Uh, we're just going to talk about the stuff that we know and that we like, and we're going to have fun with it. So a couple just notes on that one. It might end up coming out monthly just by nature of when the content needs to be distributed. Yeah, which makes it all the more important that you subscribe to the podcast on whatever format you're listening on. That's true. Well, and, and while you're subscribing, go ahead and give us five stars or whatever the most excellent rating is on that yeah. format. Apple, and, uh, uh, Google, Spotify, wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Follow us on all the social medias and Facebook and everything. All those things. If you go to slurpnation.com, there's a link or like a link tree of a bunch of different things. You're going to want to have that and just kind of go there. You can also get merch, stickers, shirts for Slurpcast, the old Slurpcast TV, Death Path, all kinds of cool stuff on there you can get. Obviously, get a Slurp Nation button. At the very least, at the very least, get a Slurp Nation button. At um, the very least. At the very least. So you mentioned Extreme about talking about our friends and our friends' victories. Let's just break that down. Step one, get friends. Mm -hmm. Step two, get friends who can actually achieve a victory. Mm -hmm. That's the well, hard part. Yeah. That's, we have friends, thankfully. We have friends. They Sometimes we like to say, oh, you're down here too. You know what I mean? You're you're down at these tables too. When it's kind of like that uh, the Garth Brooks song. I got friends in low places. Only I got friends at low tables. Yeah, sounds like a, a parody we need to have have done. We should we should pay some girl from Europe to go put a bikini on and sing that and put it on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I got five dollars for you. That's Fiverr. There you go. You build a website for five bucks. So that's kind of a big part of this. You know. Longtime listener of the show will remember things like hanging out with Jervis Johnson at North Beach and me spoiling the ending of Curb Your Enthusiasm for him. Uh, him, you know, drowning about 12 beers, but three wings. Oh, 
oh, I'm stuffed. Like, you're stuffed? <laughs> <laughs> talking about you know dark side cowboys coach gonna be stuffed after three wings but he was down in pints so I, I totally get that we got a lot of great stories and we're going to create more of those stories more of those memories um, i love that and to your point extreme subscribing is a great idea because you're going to want to make sure you get the episode downloaded um, we'll try to come out with a monthly but it, it's literally not a part of the plan it would only be part of the plan if we have enough things to talk about you know it's it might happen for a couple of months because we're going to be going to some tournaments. We've got things to talk about. But Extreme might go through a little bit of a dry spell, and I might say F you to this game once again because I do that about three times a year. you know. And when I yeah, do it three times sure. a year, it usually lasts for four months. So it's like if I say F you to Blood Bowl three times a year for four months, you can see where that gets us doing the math. Yeah, I mean, I have a kid that's uh, very involved in extracurricular activities, and that's going to limit my schedule for tournaments at different seasons. So there's going to be uh, some months where I just can't go to tournaments. And you're not going to put Blood Bowl ahead of your family anymore? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I'm turning over a new leaf with this child. Cool. Okay. So send your uh, dad of the year mugs to Extreme. Um, not on Lois Lane anymore. We unfortunately had to move the Slurpcast offices. Don't worry. There's still hate mail going there to whoever owns that place now. I love that. I love that. It's still out there. <laughs> it's still out there. So the segments you know and love inside the dugout, around the old world, maybe Slurpcast exclusive, uh, tournament graveyard, safe to say extreme. Are we ever going to do go for it again? It's the name of a game show. It doesn't have to be a, you know, a rule anymore. I mean, it's definitely possible. Uh, I think it, there's certain things that could actually make it more challenging now that the rules keep getting updated and changed with FAQs and stuff. Yeah. There's no doubt things can be challenging now. So I I would love to somehow find a way to get Go For It's back in the mix. Uh, that was fun. It was a fun game show. You know, I listened the other day to uh, Hoshi Komi take on Count Luther in a celebrity edition of it. And man, those accents were rough, you know, and um <laughs> They were, the, they were the real guys. So their, their accents were who they are. They are who we thought they were. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, Extreme, should we just kind of get into it? Sure. Okay. Let's give them a taste of what they can look forward to. Mm, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Maybe. Is it Tournament Graveyard? That's what I'm thinking. Let's do that right now. Brought to you by Ogre Guardian. When you're here, you eat families. You are tuned into the Slurpcast. The Tournament Graveyard. The Tournament Graveyard. Hey, who else besides me? Hands up who missed that intro of that segment. Because the fact of the matter is, when we moved away from the format and away from those, it felt like they still need to be played. Like, even when you hear a Slurpcast later on, when we talked about something else, even Blood Bowl, it was like, oh, you're going to talk about tournaments, but the Graveyard guy's not there? Yeah. <laughs> The Ogre Guardian guys aren't there? The the Nuffles guys? Yeah. So now they're back. Thankfully, we got all of our original clips there. And our voice actors on there have not been paid any extra. I'm using the same footage they recorded in 2009. And I love that. Pretty great. Yeah, we're playing the hits. Playing the hits. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Hotel California. Every single song. <laughs> every song. Well, we'll do an acoustic set, too. It's the same song over and over again. I love it. So Extreme, tell me about Underworld Cup. I know it's one of your favorites, if not your favorite, right? It is. It's now that um, 
Chaos Cup has moved out of the region. Underworld Cup has solidified itself as my number one favorite tournament every year. Um, it's my can't-miss tournament of the year. And this was Underworld Cup 23. It was the original Gangsters version. So um, each year at Underworld Cup, if you aren't familiar, um, there's two captains selected and everyone's split amongst those two teams. So while everyone's playing in their normal tournament format, there's also a team competition going on. And this year it was uh, Phil, Stout Youngblood versus Jim, Old Man Monkey. Mm. He doesn't have young blood anymore, though, just to clarify. Uh, no, probably not much. Stout old old blood is what I'm calling him these days. (laughs) (laughs) And also Phil's like six foot eight. There's nothing stout about him either. He, you know, maybe it's a beverage reference. I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. And we should, uh, we should ask him sometime. Yeah. I'm not on the show. Obviously that's not going to (laughs) happen. Um, never forget. Hey, Phil, if you're listening, we had a, 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 a podcast challenge at Chaos Cup 2009 or or 2010, us against Three Die Block, and you were cheering for Pauly, who bailed on the show, and not for me, who lived down the street. Thanks, bro. Never forget. Anyway, uh, Old Man Monkey, Jim Lanier, right? Yep. Yep. From Florida. He is uh, an iconic member of the Blood Bowl community and one of the original NAF dudes, right? Yeah, one of the uh, founders of the NAF, um, the treasurer for a long time, um, really kept the money in order for quite a while. Does he have a lower NAF number than me? Uh, he does not. He, I have a lower NAF number than both of these original gangsters. Oh, and, and yours isn't even three digits, is it? It's not. 154 represent right, right here. It's like my only thing. It's all I have. For a while, it was playing all the races, and that you know went in the shitter. Uh, but 154, not bad. Laminated membership card, jealous. Yeah, jealous. A, a little, yeah. <laughs> I think so. And a letter from John Lewis as well saying, welcome to the NAF. So when we're talking about Underworld Cup, there is a very specific format that goes to this tournament. The team... Like there's your teams that you're gaining skills, but the team teams, right? The coaches. And this was yep. like, um, no one wants to be picked last kind of thing, right? Yeah. So it's a normal school schoolyard draft. Um, there have been a couple of different years where the uh, captains colluded, colluded, collision. Well, they might've collided as well. Sure. They got together and they agree that they're going to pick Vander be last or like uh, goofy things like yeah. that. Um, but this year, Wait, why is that? Uh, why is that goofy? Because uh, he should be like easily a top five, top three pick. Really? Yeah, I think so. Matt Vanderby? Yeah, he, he's pretty good at this game. He's okay. <laughs> I will tell you what, I'm pretty sure I got a tie against him like 10 years ago and I threw a party afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so this like, year, yeah, as the drop was going down, uh, Old Man Monkey selected Brian 2 first, which was a great pick. Good first and rounder. Phil followed up by choosing Mike uh, Valdrick first. So very much picking with his heart. Um, Mike is a great guy and you want him on your team, but maybe not a number one pick. Yeah. I'm not saying anything bad about Mike. Uh, Phil also chose me as like his number five pick, I think. And that's way too high. So again, like he was picking with his heart and uh, Brian too was helping old man monkey choose his team. Mm. And uh, after, as the draft was going on, everyone on Phil's team was kind of looking at each other like, Oh no, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, before you knew it, it became. Did it kind of have that feeling of like the, uh, 
you know, the lambda, lambda, lambdas against the alpha betas for a while. <laughs> but, but then is. you brought in the other lambdas. Like, oh, you guys are part of lambdas too? You know, from, of course, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Uh, who decides the standards is what I want to know. So when you're building these teams, Extreme, at a certain point, did it become kind of a just whatever, knowing that once the top three or four picks all went to one team, it was going to be a for funsies thing? Well, I mean, it wasn't even top. We had a few good coaches on our team, but they had a lot of good coaches on their team. Were you trying to so prove, of, prove a point, though, that maybe, you know, any given Sunday, right? Any, I, I mean, if that's the point you want to prove, that that's noble of you, I guess, but uh, it, it's not going to work out very often. <laughs> so you're saying that luck is not a factor? Because I think uh, it's a big factor in the game. I think it's a smaller factor, but it is a factor. Uh, to me, Blood Bowl is 98% luck. <laughs> okay. I and, mean, that's one way to approach the game. And 2% being a dick. <laughs> 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 that's the new shirt. Um, <laughs> but you kind of realize, though, hey, we're going we're gonna to do our best and go into it. And, of course, you brought the 40 miners, right? I did. With a, uh, with yes. a friend. Uh, with Mighty Zug, yes. Yeah. Uh, so it took me a couple years to... I, I fought against star players in the Blood Bowl 2016-2020 format. Uh, I thought they were bad for tournaments, but I finally got to the point where I was tired of showing up and playing at a handicap. Yeah. Um, especially with dwarves. You know, you have the extra money, and I'm spending it on, like, shit on the sideline instead of a star player. Is this, um, you know, that that kind of combination of... You know, why do I feel I have to play on hard mode? That's one. Two, you know, everybody's doing it. Three, you have that moment of, well, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. And you just kind of get over those. But there is a pride level that you had for a while when you started playing Blood Bowl again that said, I'm not doing the star player thing. I'm paraphrasing. But you, at some point, you uh, you decided to say, no, screw it, I'm I'll, I'll join along. Yeah, there's a couple things. Um, so it's the, why should I play on hard mode? First of all, I'm not good enough to play on hard mode. Um, mm -hmm. So now I've gone from being like a, a second tier coach to like a third or fourth tier because I'm refusing to play well. Um, and another factor of it is, um, I think tournaments have gotten a lot better in correcting the star player problem yeah. uh, with taxing how many skills you can get and stuff. It, it's really, it's become more of a choice. I think there's still room to grow, but we're getting there. And yeah. it's, it's getting better. So what was the penalty for this one by taking Zug? Um, on this one... Do you remember offhand? I don't, I don't even remember. No. Okay. Was there one? There may not have been in this format. Okay. Well, let's also it's, remind people yeah, uh, that the, the format, it gets pretty nuts. By like the fourth or fifth game, these teams are ridiculous. Yeah. The Underworld come up format is very unique. Um, I know we were kind of talking about it a little bit during this tournament too. Like... In, in the early days of tournaments, like let's say uh, 2003 through 2006-ish, it was normal to have like progressive skills through tournaments where each round you would like get a new skill. Yeah. And now it's become the norm where like whatever your round one roster is, that's what you're rolling with the whole tournament. But Underworld Cup is different that you still progress throughout the tournament and keep getting better. I Part of me likes it. Part of me doesn't like it. I like it that it's different, that people don't usually do it. But also I like it because, you know, I think about other games. You know, if you're a Warhammer player, like, what's what's the winning list, bro? Like, I don't want the winning list. I mean, mm -hmm. if it was me, I actually would take it a step further. 
I would randomize skills at that point because it becomes a, I don't want it to be not only is it a winning starting list, but a winning path to success. It's like a skill tree, you know what I mean, a video game. I, I, don't, well, I don't know if I want that. On that note, I think you should probably save that for something we're going to talk about later in this podcast. Oh, we're doing a later? My notes don't say there was a later. There might be another segment where we can touch on random skills and tournaments. Ooh, I hope it's future bleeps tournament update. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one too. <laughs> okay, so with this one, your first round opponent was actually the the great Brian too, correct? It was. So um, we had... We've been Blood Bowl friends for quite a while, Brian too and just, I. Just say friends. You know, Brian, the other Brian's <laughs> listening to this right now, and he's like, really? We're Blood That's like saying he's my work friend. Well, And he spells his name correctly, so he gets extra points for that as that well. That's true. I'm just saying. He's more than uh, – he's, he's a friend who plays Blood Bowl. It's kind of like yeah. when, you know, I was a, a kid and my yaya would be at home. She's like, uh, Yanni, your boyfriend is here. And I'm like <laughs> – uh, yeah, yeah. It's not my boyfriend. It's my friend who is a boy. And it's like that. He's a Blood Bowl friend, but he's a friend that plays Blood Bowl. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay. It's your but, boyfriend. Like, okay, whatever. But as long as we've been friends, we had never played until, um, I think like four or five days prior to Underworld Cup, we played online for the first time. And then at Underworld Cup, we get matched up round one for the first Wait, time. You've never played against him? No. Ever? No, it was crazy. So we played, we played on fumble earlier in the week, and then we get, draw each other first round. I I can't even imagine how that's possible with the amount of tournaments you guys have both gone to. So yeah, it's nuts. A house of Brian divided against itself. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I get why the uh, Nuffle did not want the Brian's the matchup, but this is one where sort of your flagship tournament, you know, to forty miners have a long storied history at Underworld Cup. The ba- the banners are there to prove it. And all of a yeah. sudden it became, all right, all right, hotshot. Test your metal, if you will. Yeah, so he rolled up with uh, Amazons, with the new Amazon roster, and he also had Zug. So Zug did oh, not play for either of us in this game. You got de-Zugged. Which I was actually okay with. Going in, I thought that actually helped me more than him. Oh, um, no doubt. Because he's Because I still have a solid team after you remove Zug. I would imagine now it's like, well, he bet, he bet a lot on that hitting power, you know, to kind of protect yeah. him. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, I have dwarves and he has Amazon. So you think there should be an advantage there. But the way it turned out, um, he's just that much better of a coach than I am. <laughs> and it wasn't that big of an advantage. And the the two Amazons with defensive, um, and at this point in the tournament, I only had three guard. Those two defensive players like screwed me up so much. Like even when they weren't screwing me up, they were in my head and I was thinking about them. Well, what do you mean by defensive players? Uh, there's two uh, Amazon players that start with a defensive skill. Oh, I um, guess I've been behind the times on that one. Okay. Yeah. So defensive turns off guard on oh, your opponent's turn. Oh, well, I guess I'm out. Hey, everybody, it's my last Lerp cast. If uh, guard is now <laughs> negated, I think uh, my time my time is up. I um, did not even realize that. Wow. Yeah, so it only works on your opponent's turn, though, you know, defensively, but it shuts off guard, Yeah, which is it's really something that you have to think about a lot. It really stops you and interrupts your game a little bit to make you Kind of like, what you're doing. like when someone has a strip ball player, now you're thinking about that guy the whole time. Yeah, unless you have sure hands and yeah. then you don't care. Right. 
Um, but yeah, so Brian 2 kicked my ass. Um, I don't think it was a competitive game at all. I hope I get to play him again and actually give him a competitive game. Um, but he beat me pretty soundly because he's that much better than I am. Do you think you would have had a better chance later in the tournament when your guys were built up or no? Um, probably, which okay. is weird because you would think you would want to run into a good coach early. But I think in this particular matchup, this would have been a better late yeah. round matchup. Okay. All right. Just wondering. Uh, so you started off with a loss for your team, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and Brian started with a win, the other Brian. So this was a five-rounder? Uh, yeah. So it's three rounds the first day, then uh, two rounds the next day. It's only three rounds, so that way we can get done early enough to do all kinds of extracurricular yeah. games. Yeah, and so much better. I mean, it's – I doing four is tough. It, it It's – when I was younger, different story, but now it's just exhausting to get to four. So I think yeah, if, the fourth game is real a real grind. It doesn't, and I don't want to say it's not fun because it's kind of like it's just it's just I just want to go. I want to leave the room and do something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not even about the game anymore at that point. It's about there's a certain <laughs> amount of hours. It's funny that you say that because I, I think it was Aaron that came up to me. He's like, "Oh, I thought Johnny would be here," and I was like. I, I don't know if this is his environment. He likes to get away from the games yeah. after they're over. And... Yeah. It's also, here's the thing too. I don't like everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> that happens. And <laughs> if I'm trapped in a house and I can't leave, what do you want me to do? I don't want to be a prick and just kind of like, you know, not ignore people. And especially when you're formerly known as main guy and you have to be on all the time. And it's like, oh God, you were a cock in our game. And now we got to hang out and be cool. It's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to White Castle down the street and sit there for the rest of the night. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say, Extreme, I've loved every Underworld Cup I've been to. Um, and I might make it back one day. It might, it might happen sometime. Uh, speaking of Underworld, your round two game was against Underworld Team, right? It was. What a segue. You're like a professional here. Uh, I just had some time to prepare. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So I got to uh, play an underworld team uh, next and my dice were just crazy hot and I was removing players left and right. Uh, he, again, part of the crazy build of underworld cup. Um, a lot of the things that you can't take in a normal tournament, you can take here. So he had an apothecary and a wizard uh, to go with his team. What do you mean you can't take them normally? Well, normally you can't take a wizard to most tournaments. Um, oh, you mean can't afford? No, you're just not allowed. Oh, wizards aren't allowed. I just thought nobody took them because nobody wants to blow 150 on that or whatever it is. Yeah, so well, usually like all the crazy inducement wizards, giants and stuff you can't take. Uh, there was a giant at Underworld Cup this year, um, wizards and all kinds of stuff. Bears, rhinos. Yeah, Yo, this sure. motherfucker ain't one of us. He said he'd fuck uh, But this game was just going really well for me. The dice were being very friendly, and I was removing a lot of players. Uh, another crazy thing, uh, just to really show the craziness of the builds of this tournament, he had in round two an agility one plus gutter runner. Ooh. In so round that was two. Very, yeah. So that was, you know, one of his early upgrades was... Uh, improving the agility of his gutter runner, which was very concerning for me. Uh, but thankfully, he failed one dodge, uh, leaving tackle, used his reroll, and rolled another one. Uh, so fortunate for me, unfortunate for him. Uh, so I moved my cage over like on top of his down gutter runner mm -hmm. and fouled him to death. Yeah. Curb stomp. Well, you know what? Well, listen, you, you got to know it's coming. That's the risk. You, you, know, you, want, you upgrade one player like that, that crazy, and a gutter runner, 
He's already got a target on him, so understand. Yeah, definitely. There was another team I didn't play that had a ward answer that was a agility one plus, which sounds like a nightmare too. But I would have been willing to sacrifice my opening drive of him removing this gutter yeah, runner. So worth the it. fact that I wasn't didn't have to really adjust my scoring too much and remove him was great. Yeah. And so you ended up winning that one? Yep. Okay. So I won that game. So you're one and one at this point. At this moment, you're shooting me messages like, man, I got this in the bag. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's going pretty well, you know. Hey, I got my ass kicked by a good coach, so it's pretty much like a win. You know, I'm like, well, how's that a win? That's weird. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, a lot of times when you're you're 500, you're thinking you got it, you, like, you're looking good. Because you're thinking, if I'm going to be against other 500-ish teams, you think you can edge above that pack. And um, I guess we'll find out because round three, you played against Undead. Yeah, with, with a dead team that also had a wizard. Oh, um, so I received and I had my nice cage rolling up and I had it nice and tight trying to uh, entice him to use his wizard. Mm-hmm. And he even mentioned that. He's like, you really want me to use that wizard, don't you? I was like, I do. I want you to use it so it's gone and we can move on with the game. So same spells like the old days, right? Uh, yeah. So you have the option of different wizards, but both of the people I played had the standard wizard. So you're and, looking for him to blow the four plus everybody goes down thing, right? Yeah. The fireball. Yeah. Okay. Which he was patient with it until he could capitalize on a potential good fireball and he can go and scoop up the ball. Uh, but thankfully the wizard didn't roll that well, didn't do a whole lot of damage. And, um, I was able to go down and score. So but the fireball was, still, was, fireball was a dud. Uh, a bit of a dud, yeah. So I think it, he had one of his guys in the circle of fireballish, and he got hit, and then like one of my guys did, oh, but everybody man. else had missed. See what I'm saying? You got to watch who you're getting fire kids. Watch who you're getting fireballs from. You know what I mean? You see a fireworks stand? They got you know crotch rockets. They got bottle rockets. They got finger blasters. You know what I mean? Whippersnappers, uh, Husker do's, Husker don'ts. You get a fireball. Just want to make sure it works. You spend all that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was an excellent coach and made it very difficult for me. And we, it was a very tough game. It ended in a 1-1 tie. Mm. Um, so I wasn't able to stop him from scoring either. Uh, I believe we say draw in Blood Bowl, not tie. A draw? Sure. Yeah. Tie is something that goes around your neck extreme. We say draw, yeah. we say draw in Blood Bowl. I'm just saying it's, that's the Blood Bowl way. That's how it was taught to me by the, by the ancestors of the game. I will say in one of the earliest Lurpcast episodes, we had this uh, this guest on every now and then. He'd mentioned how he was not a fan of ties or draws. He actually said some derogatory things about ties as well. So mm-hmm. I assume he meant bow ties, which I would also say derogatory things against bow ties. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. Well, uh, but that was day one. So I finished at 1-1-1 one, one, and one after day one. Feeling good? Yeah. Get, um, so you, typically, you get fucked World up. Cup, yeah, you get fucked up that night or what? Come on. Yeah. So, so there's uh, coolers and beer is flowing all weekend long, but yeah. usually Saturday night is like the crazy night, but not this year so much. I, I think there's two things that contributed to that. I think everyone seemed to have gone a little harder Friday night than they mm. typically do, and I also think everyone's a little older. Yeah. So Saturday was kind of mellow for Underworld Cup. You don't see, like, as far as new blood goes. Uh, you don't see like a bunch of twenty-five-year-olds there, right? Um, I mean, there's some, some, but you see, yeah, I would they, say the majority is still veteran guys. Were they cute though, or just were they cute, or just no? I, was <laughs> uh, I want to mentor like a twenty-five-year-old coach, and I just want to 
take him home. You know what I mean? Mentor him a little bit. Show him the ropes. Show him the ropes. Yeah. Now, listen, I remember the last Underworld Cup I went to, I believe, or one of the last, one of, one of them I went to. And we, it all seemed to be based on who got in when on Friday. So the people that got in early that were kind of partying a little bit then maybe weren't as nuts on Saturday. But then a lot of people didn't do a whole lot on Friday. And maybe those ones kind of did. So I don't Was Were you there Friday enough to hang out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, this, I think this was the earliest I've ever arrived on a Friday. Um, I was there before six. How come you didn't talk about that on this episode yet? It was like we got right into the um, games. We had like no foreplay. We went right in. <laughs> I mean, the reason that I was able to get there earlier with my new job, I can kind of, I have a flexible schedule, so I can kind of arrange that. Oh, you don't do and, anything. Uh, you don't do I anything. I was picking up Alex on the way. Uh, Alex went up with me, and he had classes that cooperated with us leaving a little earlier. So we said, screw it, we're going to get there earlier and claim our spot in the basement and get a nice comfy spot. Ah, so you created your bed before everybody else. That was the plan. And I got there, and I have um, kind of a usual spot. And I went down there, and there were, like, blankets laying there. And I couldn't quite tell ah. if someone had claimed it or not or if that was, like, Saul's kids' blankets. And that's what it turned out to be. Like, it was just the blankets that are always in the basement. No one had claimed it. So I ended up moving there uh, Saturday night. So it wasn't Friday like, night. Like, like in Chicago, they have dibs. They put, like, lawn chairs in the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure if someone was calling dibs on it or not. So yeah. I, I, I went over and snuggled up with Mike on the floor, and that was rough. So the next night, I went and took my little couch spot back. Uh, was there still that inflatable doll? What was that thing at one time? <laughs> I don't think that one lasted. No. <laughs> uh, so, okay, well, that's good that you got found a spot there. And, you know, um, how would let me ask you, when it came to the gathering of the, the, the sweaty dudes, um, who was known as like, we'll say Jack the Ripper that night. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it was one of the team captains. Um, the only team captain that stayed at Saul's house. And a funny little side story there. Alex woke up uh, Saturday morning and his eye was hurting. And mm. he was like, you know, I, I woke up and I was like face down on the couch and like oh. I had some scratches on my face. And now my eye hurts. And I was like, I don't know. You probably aggravated your eye or something. Yep. Don't lay face down. Like, what are you doing, dumbass? Mm -hmm. um, but then it started like getting worse. And I asked Saul to look at it. And he's like, that looks like pink eye. Yeah. I was like, that's because you're sitting next to Phil. And Phil's been farting in your face all yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> he basically um, made out with a fart pillow. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Not a good scene. Not a good scene there. I'll tell you what. Most of the time when I'm staying somewhere, I end up, I wear a lot of hoodies I end up using, making it a multi-purpose hoodie. It ends up being my de facto pillow. I might put it on top of a real pillow, but I know that I'm not going to get pink eye from that at least. I take my farts the old-fashioned way into my own butt. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We sit butt to butt and we go, suck them in. I don't want it in my eye. That's, that's not good. So Saturday nights, what would you guys play game-wise? Um, so there were several games going on. Everyone kind of broke up into smaller groups and played a whole bunch of different games. A lot of them looked uh, way more advanced than I wanted to get into. Yeah. Oh, always like it's almost one of those moments where you look around and be like, guys, why isn't anyone doing soggy biscuit tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Something simple. We all know the rules for. But I did find one that was up my alley. It was a uh, cockroach poker. Mm, okay. Um, nice and simple. It was described to me as being poker, but the worst hand loses. That's not at all how it is, but it was still a lot of fun. So, so we played. Are you still playing with actual playing cards? 
well, no, well, they're cards, but the, they have different insects and there's rats, like different little critters on them. There's mm. eight different kinds and there's eight of each kind in the deck. Mm. So it's a bluffing game. Like you pass a card face down to someone and you say, this is a cockroach. Mm. And they have to tell whether it is or not, or they can look at it and pass it on to someone else and continue the bluff around the circle. Mm. Okay. So it was quite a fun. Um, I liked it. I think I'm going to uh, be purchasing this game. And it's probably a game that I'm going to play with like family members and normies and stuff. Normies, your real friends, not your Blood Bowl friends. I mean, I don't have very many normies. It'd be mostly be my wife's friends. That yeah, right. That's which, yeah, exactly. Do they, do they call you their Blood Bowl friend? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm sure they call me that, a lot of things behind my back. This is going to be, by the way, I hate to break it to you, but you know this is going to be an ongoing thing in this show now. Saying my oh, blood, bowl friend. blood bowl friend. There's, you know what I mean? Like, it's like Scott's home league. Like, it's going to be a, a thing forever. <laughs> can I, since we're talking about other games, can I throw a suggestion out there? I'm calling this one a really fun party game. Uh, something you want to bust out in front of you. It's a real game. You might have to find it on eBay, like a used one. Um, it's called Pass the Booger. And it's a, re- it's a real game. You collect different cards, different types of boogers. Then there's actually a little gummy booger in the box that you pass around, whoever has it. Like a crusty booger, a snot, whatever. Now, if you're looking for fun party games, look no further okay. than past. Or the Welcome Back Cotter home game. That one is also solid, too. Comes with an actual uh, model for the rubber hose to go up your nose with the rubber hose. So, <laughs> in, in, in the scheme of fun party games. Throw a couple in, and of course, Soggy Biscuit as well. Hide the salami, you know, the classics. Uh, so when you do return to Underworld Cup, you need to bring these games with you. I don't own any of those. Um, I own Hide the Salami, and I own <laughs> Soggy Biscuit. Uh, I don't own Pat. Dean has passed the booger. And um, what was the other one? I don't remember. Um, but I, if you want extreme, I will play Hide the Salami with you. We'll see. If I know the, I don't remember the rules. Second edition screwed everything up, but whatever. That was Saturday night. You had some fun, played some games. You looked for the kind of easy ones. By the way, side note: in these gatherings on, you know, after the games, do you tend to gravitate towards? And it's not a question of who do you like, but do you go towards the where's the wacky crew, or do you go with the who's the serious crew? Where do you usually go? Well, this year, um, I had something else that was kind of altering my schedule, too. Uh, Michigan was playing Michigan State at night. Mm. So I went to the living room and watched the first half of that game, and it was going as expected. And you're, and a, you're it, a Spartan, right? Just to clarify? Uh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I was just checking. Uh, so after that, um, I definitely am not looking at any of the games that are more complicated. That's just not what yeah. I'm into at all right now, and definitely not in that environment. Yeah. Um, so really, the cockroach poker game, I was kind of... I wasn't really in, interested in playing anything, but they came over and they're like, hey, you know, it's a poker game and yeah. worst hand. Uh, okay, I can handle that. Like, I'll go over there and play that with you. Easy enough. Yeah, I, I'm in the yeah. same boat. I mean, I just, I can't learn a new game on the spot and have fun at the same time. So it's going to be one or the other. I'm either going to learn a new game or I'm going to have fun. So I just, um, I'd rather just, yeah, just find something easy there or just whatever. Even if maybe somebody busts out an N64 one day, we just go nuts on no mercy. You never know. Yeah. I mean, I can see the appeal for certain people playing some of those other games um, for the first time or because they know them. Um, it's just not what I'm into right now. Last year we played Hero Quest, which is really cool. Another yeah, that's very a fun simple one. game. Yeah. Was it the, the, the new re-release of that? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. 
Would you ever play a game that's a little on the more complex side, but it's because you and the people playing already know how to play it? Or do you think that's kind of like it ends up keeping people away and it's like, well, you want to be inviting, you know? I don't know. Just maybe. Yeah. Just like, for example, I like I love the game Technobowl, but I don't play with anybody now, but I would have to bring it with people who already knew how to play because I can't explain yeah. that whole thing, you know? Right. And it's football. It kind of fits. But anyway, so Sunday, you have round four at this point. Indeed. Okay. So I sit down and I get another member of the Second Sons uh, mm. online fumble league that I'm in that uh, Sean uh, House Blackfire runs. And it's awesome. I love being in this league. So this was the second person in this league that I played today. Brian, too, is also in this league. Um, this round, I was playing Josh uh, Joggernaut, the painter extraordinaire from Florida. Mm. Okay who's going to be uh, in charge of all the painting awards and stuff at Chaos Cup. Ah, very nice. It's always good to have somebody who knows what they're talking about to judge, you know, and not yeah. like me and you. You know what I mean? Why do you laugh? No, uh, but he had a orc team. So orcs and dwarves at round four Underworld were both pretty built up at this point. And a classic matchup, a grudge. You know, not, not a grudge match of teams, but a grudge match of races. Yeah. You know. And um, it was a very tough game but i was getting pretty lucky breaking some orc armor um but he was fighting through that and making it really difficult for me and he scored on turn six so he gave me two turns to score and i was able to do it with dwarves wow. which was pretty nice was there a touchback then, involved um, what touchback involved in that one no oh wow look at you earned no, it just, yeah. just moved it down there in two good, turns it was pretty nice so you're saying you were rolling a lot of tens that game um i was rolling some Pretty hot dice this yeah. game. What dice yeah. were you using, by the way? What dice? What do you got? Uh, the official tournament dice. Oh, okay. Just checking. I thought it was the, um, the quote-unquote special dice that you have. No. In, into the second half, um, I was able to stall out his drive, and I had this like crazy miracle chance at a score on turn 16 in the pouring rain. It was almost coast-to-coast -coast with dwarves, and I got really far into it. I actually got the... Pick up in a tackle zone, uh, handoff, got the pass to a blitzer in a tackle zone in the wow. rain, and he caught it, but then he failed to dodge out. Oof. And I wasn't even upset. I was like, that's fine. I got way further than I deserved. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's good. It is fun when the weird stuff does happen in those games where you can both kind of laugh about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, if I would have felt bad if I would have won that game because yeah. he, I think he outplayed me in this game. So if I would have walked away with a win, I would have felt a little guilty. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll take the tie and move on. Okay. So another tie and, um, which, you know, listen, you're, you're known as a, a tie guy. You tie a lot. Sure. Do you tie more than you lose? Um, I mean, that would, that wouldn't be bad, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm not putting you down. I'm just asking. I don't know. I would, I would have to pull up my spreadsheet and look. Oh, of course you have a spreadsheet nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on here. I've got to do a V lookup on this table over here. One second. So round five, final round. At this point, are you in contention to win anything? No, okay. definitely not. Um, just pride. To win pride or just you're, you already have pride, trying not to lose it? Either or. Uh, so all the years I've gone to Underworld Cup, one of the crazy things that's happened, I've always done pretty well. Pretty well in that I've never, I don't really have losing records very often. I've only ever lost um, two games one time. Is that why so you like it? Huh? Is that why you like it? No, I mean, I, I like what Saul has done with it, but those records go back to pre-Saul years, even. Okay. Right, just, like, just, I've never 
I, I, there's only been one time that I lost more than one game. I just want to see if your like alleged love for this tournament was also because you only win there. You know? No, I mean I haven't won the tournament since 2006. So most of the people showing up at the yeah. tournament haven't weren't playing. Blood they weren't even alive then. <laughs> I mean, you were uh, you were winning a resurrection gutter runners like nobody's business back in the day. For sure. So round five. Round five, I get paired up with uh, Steve Limpke. This is the third Canadian I played on the weekend, which Ooh. is nice. Is that, that's three in American though. What is it in Canadian? Still three? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Is it, is it three loonies? Uh, it's actually a- A toonie uh, a a, and a loonie? That's a toonie and a loonie, just like the cartoon. Okay. E. Okay. Uh, Blamaham, who uh, runs Spike, and Spike was just like a week or two prior to Underworld, so he flew- all the way from Western Canada over for this tournament, which oh, is really yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, because he's in uh, like Vancouver-ish area, right? Yeah, somewhere over there. Somewhere I, I'm there. not good with my An- Canadian oh. geography, but well, somewhere en- in the West. Enough he had to fly, though, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, w- it was quite travel for him. Yeah. Uh, but we had a great game. Well, I had a great game. This was another Dwarf versus Amazon match, and this is my fully built-up Dwarf team at this point. So I had um, eight Mighty Blow players and seven Guard players. Oof. Um, so playing Amazons, it, it was not going to be pretty, and it it just wasn't. It went the way you would imagine it would. And uh, Steve took it very well. We laughed. We had a good time. We both realized how ridiculous the game was, I think. So we were just kind of laughing and getting through it together. Was your whole team just like hula hoop models at this point? Uh, mine wasn't. You know, no, I, you know what I'm talking about. Hula hoops. Uh, no, but because I'm limited to the uh, similar skills, I just have two different colors. Okay. Like. We may note here, if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, that's excellent. That's the way it's intended. But we're also going to be putting this on YouTube, and I will insert an image right at this point that shows an example of hula hoops taking over a model where you can't even see the miniature anymore. Mm, wow. It's a good way if you're a bad painter to hide everything. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, uh, can I see your models? I just want to see like the, the work you did. And you're like, oh, I got all these skills. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I can't unveil it now. I just I have too many skills. Can't do it. Um, so you end up winning that one because dwarves just beat the crap out of Amazons. Yeah. Okay. And St- Steve was great about it. And we talked about it after the game. And uh, I think I look forward to playing him again, hopefully someday. And I would like to have meet it be Steve. a little more fair. I'd like to meet Steve in person one day. And uh, it may be at an Underworld Cup. Now, I may not ever Possibly. go to a spike only because I just, I'm not going to travel that far, but maybe something, you know, Midwest area. Might see him. So yeah. you if I ever up... get my life back together, I'll travel that far again. Hmm. What you mean your life? Is this like a different podcast? Or... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or are you saving it's it for, a, for uh, inside, a, inside the dugout? Extreme goes on the Dave Ramsey podcast and oh. gives bad examples. I don't know if I want that one. Two wins, two ties, one loss. Good enough for 10th place out of 40? Uh, Yeah, 38, 39, yeah. something like that. Okay, that's pretty good for you. Not too bad. For you, yeah. I'm happy with it. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Uh, And so tell me about the vampire contingent here. So this was possibly the first tournament where we saw the new vampire team in action. And not only did we see the new vampire team in action, but a lot of really good coaches took vampires. So we got to see vampires at their best. And then in this environment where you're getting a bunch of crazy skills and stuff, um, it was just nuts. Did Vanderbeek call his team the Vandpires? I don't think so. Why wouldn't he? 
Uh, no, they're Eternal Thirst. Is yeah, his I know. That's a real name. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, when you go to Underworld Cup, Saul puts the uh, the word, the names on the wall. And mm-hmm. I was at a tournament, and there were children present, and someone had the C word written in large print on the wall. And I was like, oh, okay, we're doing that. Okay, we're doing that now. So I'm thinking if you're in the joke realm, and I'm not saying the name's a joke. I'm just saying, you know, it's your name. Vand... D- Vandepires. Do you get it? I get it. I'm not sure it's that funny. But. No, I know. That's why I said it's not really a joke. It's his name. Oh, okay. It's, it's not It's not so much funny at it, like, ha-ha, as it is like, ah, clever. You know, like, ah. Oh. So just, I don't know, something to think about. Second place, who got that one? Uh, uh, did we say Vanderbeek got first? I don't oh, think sorry. Mentioned that. Okay. So Vanderbeek won first place with his vampires. He had a tough first round matchup. I forget who it was. Uh, but I kind of felt like if we were going to get him, that's the round that we were going to get him. Uh, yeah. I knew once he got rolling with that team, it was gone. He played vampires um, in the old rules too, though. He did, and he was good with those. Yeah. And he played them in the 2020 rules where of the three versions, that's probably the worst version, and he was still really good with them mm-hmm. then. I haven't played vampires since Offer a Bites back in the day. Yeah, that's good stuff. Offer a Bite. Four plus. O-F-A-B. Yeah, he ain't even in the game. 50 50s, not even in the game. It's like that was phoning in the rules on that one. It's like, how about 50 50? He doesn't play. Like, that's the rule. And we were okay with it. <laughs> we were okay with it. Okay. Off for a bite, mate. Uh, all right. So that, that was. Shit wouldn't fly these days. No, no. <laughs> They'd have somebody's head on a stick on that one. And that would be the trophy, the old uh, Headbangers Ball trophy. Bring that one back to Extreme. Notate that to bring that back in your garage one more time. All right. The return. Well, I pass those on to somebody else. Uh, you you can if you can find someone gullible enough to take on your no, old tournaments. I, I snuck the models in a package. There, Mike has them now. Ah, uh, okay, that's good. Um, I have one of them, but you got the rest of them. You should just get rid of all your old tournaments. You know, sell the rights to Slurpee Bowl while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the value? On <laughs> uh, what's the value of a Slurpus model? Same. <laughs> All right, so Vandermee won. Second place was was whom? Sean Huberman with his Dark Elves. Uh, Sean plays a lot of tournaments and plays a lot of tournaments very well. Uh, I think he is the leading um, scorer in the Glam tournaments, the Great Lakes tournament series. Mm. Um, so, yeah, another great coach finishing in the top. Who would have thought? Glam dot da Let the boys be boys. Uh, <laughs> who got yeah. third place? Third oh. place was Mike Kuhn, another great coach. So look at this. Top three, all great coaches. Crazy that, you know, the cream rises to the top, as they say. And also uh, kind of cool that it's vampires, dark elves, vampires. In other words, you know, teams that you didn't see near the top for a long time. Uh, teams that I like, but you just don't see their names up there. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see uh, where vampires go. Um, this tournament may not be a great judge of them um it's a it's an excellent team in the right hands uh, and vanderbee is going to be taking him to chaos cup so we'll see how well he does there cool looks like uh, other awards <laughs> most brutal brian too also got fourth place yeah so he took uh most brutal and he was the fourth place coach yeah uh john stevens is that uh he's from england but then wisconsin yep where's fake he british guy Brit- yeah fake british guy or real american guy i don't know Fake, yeah, so, Brit, fake British hero. Insert the so he took uh, the most touchdowns awards. So that was all those that we've mentioned so far were on Old Man Monkey's team. Ah. So you can imagine how the team contest went there. Yikes. Um, Yikes. 
wasn't super close. Yeah. Well, um, it's going to happen when you got a, a powerhouse team, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like the we dream. did get one award on our team though. Oh, was it the, the final award? The final award did go to the purple gang. Chris, Chris Hunt, Hunt took yeah. home the wooden spoon. So this is like, they were like the dream team in 92 and you guys were like some random country. No one's ever heard of. um with all that said your favorite tournament though right yeah my favorite tournament um it is my can't miss tournament of the year um i look forward to it every year i kind of consider it like my super bowl yeah Uh, Saul does an amazing job with it uh ryan helps him out and kathy his wife is uh very inviting um allowing us all to come into her home and kind of take over for the weekend it's just awesome time yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Well, there you go. That's Tournament Graveyard. I think it's time to go inside the dugout coming up next on Slurpcast. Brought to you by McMurdy's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loathing it. You are tuned into the Slurpcast with Extreme and Johnny P. Lodging to a speaker near you. That's where we are. Inside the dugout. Ah, inside the dugout. I miss that guy. Jeff Mastel on the voice there. He's not listening. It doesn't matter. Uh, But inside the dugout is the segment where we talk about what we are going to be doing. Now, that could be our tournament lists, um, hobby projects, teams we're buying or getting into, things that involve us. So if you don't like us, turn off now and talk it over with your with your class. Um, but if you do like us, you want to keep listening because Extreme and I are both going to be going to the Red Tide Charity Tournament in Iowa City right around the corner from release of this episode. Yeah, within days or hours or very close to whenever this comes out. Yeah. If you're listening to this, Red Tide Charity Tournament is probably happening really, really soon. Mm-hmm. Along with the two of us, Alex is going to be joining me again. Uh, his schedule is pretty cool right now. He's uh, able to tag along with me to almost all the tournaments I go to. So that's kind of cool. Father-son bonding time, right? Yeah, it's pretty nice. He's finally at the stage where he doesn't mind hanging out with his pop. You know, for a while he was like, ah, come on. Right? <laughs> come on. But now, we just... now he realized, well, he's going to pay for stuff. Like... He's going to buy food and drink. So, yeah. He's going to do this crazy Iron Man drive. I get to sleep in the passenger seat. I'll hang out with dad. He's driving. He's buying. Sure. (laughs) Sure, dad. Let's make some memories together, bro. Uh, But we got done talking about a very unique uh, tournament build, and this one is unique in some ways as well. Um, The female star players of Blood Bowl will play for any team this weekend. So I wanted to ask you on that one, how do we know? Which ones are females? They don't say that on the cards. Uh, you know. have to ask. Who, that's, I don't think in this day and age you're supposed to ask. I think you are. And just ask what their pronouns are so that we don't get it wrong. And oh, you ask. mean ask the star player? Yeah. Can I just pick the model up and look upside down? Uh, if that works for you. It did in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, supposed to anymore. So the female star players, you're talking about like Carla Van Kill and uh, Roxana Darknail, Willow yeah. Rose Bark. There's a, probably about 10 of them, roughly. Pie Whistle, Cindy. Oh, yeah, Cindy Pie Whistle, cool uh, name. Roxanne is the one that I'm really afraid of, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. We shall, are you going to bring a female? I'm not. I'm bringing a male. Oh. Star player? Zug. Oh. Is he a male? Yeah. Okay. Hey, do you remember when we interviewed Zug like 15 years ago? He said yeah. some awful things. 
Yeah. He like he would not be a fan of some of the stuff going down in this tournament. Is all I'm saying. Not. <laughs> um, okay, so the build is it's a it's a three round tournament, and you're getting one point two million. Um, you get eight skill points. Normal ones are one. You know, the secondaries are two, and you could bring a star, but it's going to cost you some of your skill points. Charity event, all going to help uh, women's reproductive health. So the more you spend, you get cards, right? Yeah, so everyone starts out with, uh, I believe it's three special play cards, and you can donate more money and get additional cards to build out your hand. But you can still, it's kind of a Super Bowl style, you can still only play one card per game. And if you play a card during that game, your opponent gets to keep it to yeah. use in a future game. Now, what if I put it in my pocket? Uh, yeah, I guess you're free to do that. And then what do I do with it at that point? I have no idea. Like, leave it in my pants so then it gets washed? I guess. <laughs> okay. I was just asking. I, I'm a what-if kind of guy. I like to ask the what-ifs, the hard questions people aren't asking. Aldrich is also joining us uh, oh. this weekend, so we kind of have a, a little uh, Zlorpcast takeover going on here in nice. Iowa. Nice. Yeah, I mean, to be clear, he's not part of the show anymore, so... He's in the Zlorpcast family. Yeah, but I mean, he's a Blood Bowl friend. I mean, you know... <laughs> <laughs> and this is also happening the same weekend as the Chaos Cup. So oh, this is kind of battle. The, uh, the who, people that couldn't make it or oh, are going to the Chaos Cup. Hold on. Let's, the let's, leftovers. Let's do our picks right now. Which one's going to get more? Let's put money on it. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's get crazy. All right. Um, I'm going to go Chaos Cup. You go Red Tide. Let's just put this, I don't know, like 3000 down and just see who gets <laughs> okay. more. Gold Sounds pieces. like a good deal. Gold pieces, obviously. Gold bronze pieces. So, yeah, Chaos Cup. I've gone to plenty of times. Great event. It's going to be amazing in Florida. I just can't go to Florida right now. That's all. Yeah. But this is a nice, um, a nice opportunity to still play Blood Bowl that same weekend. You know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's you, going to uh, soften the blow of not being a Chaos Cup. Definitely being able to get some games in. So you're bringing the 40 miners with Zug. I don't have my roster fully set yet because I literally just decided to play in this two days ago. So I didn't really think a whole lot about it. I'm leaning towards going with Elven Union. I've not played Elves in a long time. I've been playing Bashy teams forever. As much as I want to bring the Black Label Berserkers to possibly have a 40 Miners matchup against them, I just, I don't know. I've been leaning towards uh, wanting to kind of go try the quicker and Elfish teams again. So I'll probably bring the Sunnydale Slayers, and I probably won't use a star player because I want to maximize all eight of my skills. Because I want to make those blitzers uh, insane, just because you can. And I don't yeah. know if it's worth blowing any points on star players. It's hard. You know what I mean? It's a Like you said at the beginning of the show, Extreme, we're now having to make hard choices. And that's kind of what you want, right? Well, I, I wouldn't say we're making hard choices yet. We're making choices. I hope it continues and gets to the point where we're making hard choices. I, I don't think um, it's a hard but, choice. I wouldn't mean, I mean, I, I'm, I had couple of rosters built, one with Willow Rosebark and um, one with, um, I think, Morg, actually. And I'm thinking, I don't want to do this. I just I want to play the team the way I want to play them. So, yeah, I guess it, you're saying it wasn't a hard choice. Hmm. But elves in the current format, using multiple rerolls a turn, all your players can feel like star players on some of those really magical turns. Yeah, I think I'm going to have six rerolls. So that's, uh, yeah. Okay. So Which, there you go. <laughs> I love it, honestly. That was my absolute favorite thing about 
the, the change of the rules. Um, and I think I mentioned this in one of our older TV episodes uh, about Chaos Cup. Like, oh, my God, it's re-roll city. And I still found a way to blow them all by my second turn. Like, even when I have six of them, they're all like, well, blew the wad. So we'll, we'll cover this one in our next episode about how it all went down. Anything else or should we go around the old world? I think it's time to go around the old world. All right. You are tuned into the Slurpcast with the dirty player and the sneaky get. Brought to you by Nurgle King. Your decay right away at Nurgle King now. Around the old world. I think Jervis is going to call him. I mean, he's going to phone in, they say in England. Jervis might phone in. He I think he's, he's like fully retired now, isn't he? He's got a niggling injury? I think so. A All couple. Right. I think so. Well, we're going to go around the old world. Jervis, this one's for you, buddy. Because we're talking about tournaments, and you are the man, the myth, the legend. The man who once lost quite a few games at Chaos Cup. Just, you know, <laughs> the game you wrote and made. What the hell, dude? Speaking of other tournaments, around the old world. Full list is, of course, on the NAF sites. If you are not a member, you can sign up, get some cool dice, other giveaways, and you get to partake in all of the lively discussion that goes on. And check out what tournaments are coming up. Yeah, with the new state listing, the upcoming tournaments list is a lot more useful and handy for us. It is. I wish it was more of a filter where I can kind of then group them from there. But listen, I'm not going to complain. It took us 20 years to get state. So... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, 20 years of the same website, we got state. I don't know what we're going to get in 2043, but hopefully it's at least as good as getting state in there. Around the old world, Extreme, uh, where shall we go first? Well, I think the one that you can't avoid is that uh, Chaos Cup is right around the corner. 200 plus coaches. Uh, this is the first years in Florida. It's too late to sign up for the event, but uh, we can't not mention it. Uh, if you're going, best of luck to you. I'm jealous. Uh, James is putting together a great tournament down there. Um, it's going to be an awesome time. Is that a typo? Is it really 200 plus? It is. I think it's 220. Oh, my God. So back in the day. Oh, that's another segment we have, too, for we have back in the day. Remember that one? <laughs> we have that, too. We should bring that. I'm going to make you make you because you're not other guy anymore. You got to do half the work. Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, come up with all that. Back in the day. But I'm, back in the day, getting 50 or 60 was a huge accomplishment. OK. And then, of course, you know, I broke some barriers. You know what I mean? Getting to like 80s and 90s. And we're like. It'll never be topped. You know what I mean? It's kind of like like playing Super Mario 3. Like, guys, graphics will never get better than this moment. Because at the moment... I'm not sure they did. Oh. I think that might be true. Oh, okay. Hot take. I like it. Back in the day, you might hear more on that one. By the way, I played Mario 3 instead of going to any school dance. That's what I did. They were doing that. I was doing this. And I made the oh. right choice. That's all I'm saying. But 200 plus code. 220 at Chaos Cup. Unbelievable. I'm jealous I'm not there. Maybe we'll get there someday. I imagine I'll get down there for a couple, but would it not be some, every year. Would it be something you would take your whole family to make a vacation out of it? Yeah, it would have to be something like that, I think. so. I don't think I could tell my wife that I'm going to Florida without her. So just to clarify, would you be going with, you're going to go see Blood Bowl friends, but with your actual family? Were there, 
will there ever be a moment where you go with Blood Bowl family and um, your actual friends? Well, I mean, I think Alex is getting to the point where he's crossing over that line, right? He's a family and Blood Bowl friend. He's not a real friend? <laughs> he's family. Okay, all right. The kid still wants his allowance, so he's going to keep his mouth shut. I know that. <laughs> allowance. <laughs> he's 21 years old. <laughs> That's right. He can just steal from your wallet directly. Good point. <laughs> Why you laugh? Chaos Cup, huge, awesome. I can't wait to hear about how it went and be jealous as well. What's going on in early December? Early December, I just picked out a couple of these. There are a ton of tournaments. I encourage you to go to the NAF site and look at all of them. I think there were, I counted like 20 in the U.S. in just November and December. Is it, let me ask you, is it safe to say not to, again, we never mean anything. We do this kind of, this is like back, you know, back in the day. But we probably will talk mostly about the tournaments that are nearest to us only because of the potential of us going. It's not that we don't want to talk. I just, just to preface it, like, why didn't you mention this? Like, well, it's, you know, it's easy yeah. to talk about what's nearby. That's all. Yeah. I mean, it's easy because these are probably tournaments that I've already opened up and read about because I considered going to them Yeah, um, right. because they're, they're, they're close enough to drive to. So the first one um, that I have on my calendar right now, I'm planning to be there unless something else comes up, is December 2nd in South Bend, Indiana. It is Mr. Elbow's Invitational Rumble Cup. Ah, oh, the Merrick. <laughs> yeah, that's a long name, but <laughs> There are some crazy build rules in this one. Um, you're paying for your skills out of your treasury, which is always causes trouble sometimes. Um, so because of that, there are no tiers at all, um, no star players, but you nominate a player on your team to be a captain, and he's allowed to have, I think, two normals, a secondary, and a skill uh, stat upgrade on L him. Listen, you had me at no stars. When I hear yes. no stars, I'm automatically interested. But it's no stars, but you're kind of creating your own. That's, it's like build your own star. Oh, that sounds amazing. Do you know who I am, Extreme? Who am I? Who am I? You're Johnny P. Yeah, okay. And what else is a claim to fame in the Blood Bowl world that I did? Oh. Uh, come on. Come on. I don't know, come, I don't come know on. what you're going for here. Oh, man. He, I, I, he's supposed to be, at this point, a, a Mather guy. Not another guy, a Mather guy, or maybe an, uh, or maybe an, uh, an Othane guy. I thought you were yeah, an Othane I didn't guy. Make it through one episode. No, letting you down. extreme in 1996. I had. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> the 90s were a blur for you. No, it's all it's all coming back. to Yeah, you it's now. all coming back to you. It's like, man, star player generation system. Never forget the email zombie66 at ix.netcom.com. Submit it to Triple Skull's website. Andy himself published it on there. Not Chambers, a different Andy. And he puts star player generation system. You're going to hire a scientist to create the perfect Blood Bowl player. And I created it. I published it before anything else. So I know a thing or two extreme about creating your own stars, building that up. So that also intrigued me about this tournament as well. Hopefully, as long as nothing else comes up, I will be there. Who's Mr. Elbows, by the way? I got to ask. Um, I believe that's the, the uh, I don't know, the fluffy character behind the whole thing. That, okay. Um, he, he's challenging all the other team captains to prove that he's the best, I think. Okay. That's why I had to ask. Mr. Knees will make an appearance, Mr. Ankles, <laughs> and of course, your character, Mr. Butthole, as well. Oh, 
That's you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't make the rules. I didn't make the <laughs> rules. It's invitational. Does that mean you're invited? Because I wouldn't invite you, but maybe they will. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. What's going on in Ohio? Uh, December 9th, there's a Krampus Bowl in Midtour, Ohio. Krampus. And we've been talking about all these unique tournaments um, throughout this whole podcast. This is another unique one. Um, there's no stars and it's lower team value builds. This is, uh, I think, tier one teams are straight million um, for a build. But the interesting what's, what's straight, element of this one. Straight million. What does that mean? Um, that you just get a million and nothing else. Very boring. Very oh. vanilla. Oh, like the movie Brewster's Million where you had to spend it in 30 days? Exactly. Or else he like lost that. it all or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I just want to check. I hope I was hoping it would be like that. I would not mind a straight million. I would love a straight million. But on this one, what is Krampus joining the teams? What's going on there? No. So the big um twist to this one is that there is a giant wheel of fortune wheel with random skills on it. Mm. So when you go to upgrade your player, you spin the wheel and that's the skill you get to give them. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So this was goes back to the random skill conversation you were trying to have earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's uh, everyone's doing all the right things. It's a good way to you know, find myself back at more Blood Bowl tournaments. Are you going to this one? I'm probably not going to go to this okay. one. That's, uh, there's a lot of tournaments out there, is your point, though. And I think it's cool that when you go to the NAF site, it used to be very, uh, we'll say sporadic, right? You'd see maybe like 10 or 12 for the U.S. and then it'd be all over the place. And you're like, well, I'm going to this one. That's what it would be. I'm, I, I'm not going to. No, it's not really the case. Would you say in any given region, there's like five a year, you know? Um, I'd easily, yeah. yeah. Um, it's stronger than it's ever been before. Like yeah. It's a lot to choose from. So like the Chicago area used to be kind of our hub for a while between us. There's probably like four or five tournaments there, right? It used to be. Oh, okay. Because I know there's like the Wizards tournament. There's a few. I just, it's nice to see like with each of these, we'll call them, I don't know, metropolitan area where there's, you know, where there's like leagues and tournaments instead of just having one, I guess is my point. What I'm getting at extreme is when's Lurpy Bowl coming back? Um, Someday. Oh, Alex taking over? Maybe. Oh, any allowance for that? No, no. we're just keeping it. At some day and maybe every time I'm asked, so that's my answer. Okay. That's, uh, that works out well. So a lot of good tournaments. You said there's like 20 coming up? In- yeah, just in November and December in the U.S., which is, I mean, that's usually a slower time and it's a lot. Yeah. I think it's time to wrap things up. I don't have wrap-up music. I have an ending music, which we're gonna, you're going to hear that because we've made a few tweaks. So I'd ask you, Extreme, though, you decided to, let's, you know, Kind of get back into Blood Bowl. Let's let's go to the the podcast route once again. And now we're we're going back to our favorites, going back to the hits. Are you going to have some plans for some of these other segments? People are asking. Um, I mean, yeah. If people ask for it, I think that we can definitely a lot, abide. A lot of people have been asking. Have they? Yeah. yeah. All right. A lot if of, a lot of people ask, we will uh, fill out all of those old segments. Yeah, all of them. Even the Zlurp Cast exclusive, which. Usually at a star player interview. I don't think that's going to happen. They won't come on the show anymore. Now it's like legal things and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think it's fantastic that we're doing this again. I don't know if you, the listener, thinks that. It doesn't really matter. If you made it this far, you probably do. But it gives Extreme and I a chance to uh, kind of get back to the roots and play our hits. I think um, 
Definitely check out ZlurpNation.com. Get some show merch. You got shirts and stickers and buttons and all that. Follow on social media. And, of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, wherever, Podbean. Definitely get it on there. That's where you're going to be hosting at. And that way you get the new episode whenever you get it. And yeah, I mean, not worry too much about the old email club and this and that. It's just you're in the Zlurp Nation. Whether you like it or not, you're one of us. You're a Blood Bowl friend and, dare I say, a Blood Bowl family at the same time. Oh, look at that. Blood Bowl friends, Blood Bowl family, Zlurp Nation. Hashtag BB fam right there. Any closing words from you, Extreme? No, uh, thank you for making it this far. Um, Me? Please subscribe if you haven't already. And you and everybody else is listening. I mean, you have made it this far. You could have given up on me a long time ago. Mm, That's true. That's true. Thank you all. Thank you, Zorp Nation. Thank you, main guy, or Uh mother guy, Johnny P. (laughs) Yeah, mother guy. And uh, thank you, uh, uh, Othane man. (laughs) Othane guy. It sounds like like a Viking name. I'm Othane guy. Like, oh. Okay. All right. We'll be back with another episode at some point. So just, you know, keep listening. Thanks. Warm. Boom. Boom. That was the worst thing I ever heard. It was terrible. Horrendous. Well, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah? Some of the parts of it I liked. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was good. It I... was great. It was wonderful. Oh, bravo. More. 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 Thanks for listening. Stay connected to the show and get official merch at slurpnation.com.